0: This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Taylor McCarg, ESPN, former Rice quarterback with us on 365 Sports. Taylor, we've been discussing the quarterback, the transfer portal, quarterbacks, the transfer portal, some who have made the decision, some who are still around. Is there one or two particular decisions involved that maybe intrigue you the most. Yeah, I think everything started to me really when Kyle McCord stepped into the portal voluntarily, right? Well, it's all voluntary, but you have to wonder behind the scenes, that's a top five quarterback job, right? And it was curious to me, the timing. I mean, it was almost immediately when the portal opened and it felt like a job that what's going on behind the scenes, what's the messaging to him where, You know, is he being told, hey, we're going to go test the portal, we may bring somebody else in. And I expected that he would have landed already. I thought, you know, it looked like he was going to settle on Nebraska. That's still open. And then to me, that's also tied to uh, what happens with Cam Ward leaving Washington State, taking visits to Florida State, taking a visit to Miami. But if, if Cam Ward doesn't go to Ohio State, then what is Ohio State going to do in the portal? Is, are they going to take anybody at all? Are they going to wait through this round of the portal and wait until the spring? Uh, that's kind of at the highest level, what I think is is pretty interesting. Uh, there's been some others. Grayson McCall is a group of five guy that I thought, uh, yeah, I was just interested. He had, been, he had meant so much to Coastal Carolina. He lands at North Carolina State. I thought that was one that was interesting to me as well. But there are so many guys that are still in the portal right now. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how it takes out. How do you feel about Malik Murphy and 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 what kind of spot he should land in? Yeah, I think um, he is a guy that had bright spots at the highest level, and then he also had some really terrible turnovers. And I think, uh, to me, he makes a lot of sense at a still, obviously, at the power five level. I, I've seen some projections of, of group of five. Spot for him. I don't think that makes any sense at all. He is a power five, and I think a major power five uh, type of quarterback. I don't think he's going to go to one of the premier schools, right? I don't think he's going to go to a comp of Texas a la and Ohio State. Or you know, we've obviously seen uh, Notre Dame settle on their quarterback with Riley Leonard. But I do think you'll see him land potentially West Coast. We've seen uh, USC. That's been thrown out. I think that could potentially make sense. But the biggest thing to me just goes back to is, is there a staff that feels like, okay, we're going to give this kid a ton of money. Cause that's what he's, he, he's going to go for quite a bit in the portal. And can you get the best out of him? Cause you saw those flashes at Texas at his best. He is a, a high level college quarterback with a potential to be an NFL guy. But at the, the worst that he showed this season, you see some of those turnovers, you wonder, you know, is this even going to be our starter moving forward? Uh, and, and that's the risk, right? And that's the, the challenge in the NIL game is you're, you're taking a risk on a guy where you have to pay him up front, and you've got boosters that if they invest in a kid and then it doesn't pan out, they're looking at you at the end of the season saying, you know, what happened with this guy that you asked us to shell out X amount of cash for? And, uh, and then you, it's roster management year over year. It's going to start back over at the end of the next season. Taylor any ideas on what to do with the calendar especially with an expanded playoff moving forward with just four teams Malik Murphy feels the need to go ahead and jump in the portal and not be a part of that Texas playoff run but I mean with more games on the horizon for some teams next year what do you do about this if you're college football the the calendar and the logjam that's now been created yeah the problem is eligibility for the spring semester right that is the issue and why they have to have it open right now I saw I love the clip from Pat McAfee on college game day where he was like, you know, they should just push this back and everybody on set challenged him immediately. and was like, well, it's, it's not that easy. You can't just push this thing back. You've got kids that they still have to go to school, right? That's still a part of the, right. uh, the calculus that you have to factor <laughs> in right now. They're not just semi-pro football players. And I know at the highest level, it feels that way to the to fans, but, these kids still, when they transfer, they have to, when they submit to go into the portal, they are doing that through the athletic, uh, through their counselors and through the athletic office to go in and say, okay, here, I still have X amount of eligibility left. These are my hours of transfer. This is where I can go. It's not as simple as, okay, I'm just going to go into the portal and I can do it whenever I want. They still have to be eligible. I think that's the piece with the NCAA and the clearinghouse. They've got to figure out a way to sort through because, you know, really where I think it damages the sport is in the bowl games. And it's part of why you've seen the, a lot of these kind of be rendered obsolete where you've got some programs, Ohio State, I think it's up to 26 guys they have in the portal right now. Their bowl game in the Cotton Bowl against Missouri, that, that's a bowl game that means a lot to Missouri. And on the other side, you've got a, you know, almost a quarter of the scholarship roster that's not there or over a quarter of the scholarship roster that's not playing in that game. And so. That, to me, is the worst part. Right now you're, you're watering down the bowl games and you're making it to where only the playoff games matter. And even in the playoff games, you've got guys that are still important. Malik Murphy, if something happens to Quinn Ewers, that's a big piece to the Texas equation, and he's not going to be there. Taylor, Daquan Finn from Toledo is visiting Baylor. Uh, obviously a dual-threat guy, played G5 in the MAC, which has produced some really good quarterbacks. Do you know much about him at all? Yeah, unbelievable athlete and a guy that is a, a power five athlete. He is not going to be a guy that you ask to throw the ball 40, 50 times a game. That's not his game, but he absolutely is a guy that you can move around, uh, try and get him on the, get him to the outside, uh, have design quarterback uh, sprint out game, play action, and then a lot of design quarterback run game because he is uh, so versatile when he has the ball in his hands. The only piece that I worry about a little bit of a slight frame. He's not real. He's not a heavy guy, uh, and so if you run him consistently in the Big Twelve, you know, getting the collisions in the MAC is going to be a little bit different from the MAC to the Big Twelve. All that to say, he absolutely belongs at the Power Five level. I think Baylor fans, that's a, a guy that if you get him, you should be excited about because even if he doesn't pan out as the starter, that is a guy that is athletic enough that you would find a spot for him on the field somewhere. Okay, if you're Cam Ward and you are the most sought-after quarterback in the portal and you're going to get your money most of the places you'd want to commit. I mean, there might be some places that back off because they don't have that dollar figure. Are you going to go to a place that is going to make you the best for the NFL more than likely or is money first? I don't think money needs to be first uh, because it's going to be comparable to uh, everywhere that he's looking at. It's going to be within a certain range. To me, I would go to a place that already has the roster, already has the roster in a place where you feel confident that that you're going to win right now, that you're not going to have to go in and be the savior. Uh, And so I'm I'm leading this to the school that I would go to if I'm Cam Ward is Florida State, where the roster is already in place where clearly they can compete for what should have been a college football playoff spot but wasn't. and that they've proven, okay, you can have success at the quarterback spot in their offense. And then from there, he's an NFL talent. He's, he's got an NFL arm. It's just now about uh, honing that in, having one more season of good tape, and then you take it to the next level. Uh, Miami has too many holes right now. I, I think uh, they're a, a good Power 5 team. They are not a playoff-caliber team, but Florida State is. And I think if, if he drops in, there's still enough talent around him that – you take the money that they offer, go try to compete for a national championship, and then you're still in a great spot for the NFL draft. Taylor, what did you think of Jeff Levy going to Blake Chapin as uh, the Mississippi State uh, era gets started with uh, Levy as head coach? Yeah, it felt like uh, maybe that's not the only quarterback they take, honestly, to me. Um, Blake Shapin uh, to me, um, good college player not an answer to your problems and mississippi state has a number of them there's, there's roster issues all over the place but it, that felt to me like it wouldn't shock me if you saw them take one more in the portal in the spring uh, all that being said mississippi state issues go far beyond the quarterback spot for for that roster right now